Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Robert Karnofsky and I'm with the Denver Community Colo. And in this week's episode, we're going to focus on one of the esoteric concepts that we know about. That when Mashiach arrives, Mashiach is going to actually come in two steps. There's going to be something called Mashiach ben Yosef, Mashiach the son of Yosef. And then will come the final arrival of the second Mashiach called Mashiach ben David, the son of David. And we have to know who are these two people, what are they signifying, what is this all about. So let's dive into this topic and explore it and see how deep we can get. So our sages teach us that Mashiach will come, he's going to reveal God's Hashem's presence in the world and take the world to an unbelievable place. But he's going to come in two steps. First, there's going to be the rollout of one Mashiach, whose name is Mashiach ben Yosef. He's going to be a descendant of the tribe of Yosef, the Sheva of Yosef. And then will come Mashiach ben David, a descendant of David and also of King Shlomo from that family. And that will be Mashiach ben David, and that will be the final Mashiach. He will lead us back into Eretz Israel, rebuild the Beis HaMikdash. From there, the world will move on and on until it reaches its eventual state called the Lama Ba, the world to come. So what is this all about? How are we to understand the significance of Yosef and David? Who are they? Why are there two Mashiachs? Why is it not enough to have one? Let's get into this topic. So if you look in Parshish Vayigash, it talks about a showdown between Yehuda and Yosef. Yehuda comes over to Yosef, who at that point is the king of Mitzrayim, of Egypt, second in command. And Yehuda explains them that you need to give in to our demands and give us back our younger brother, Binyam. So you have a big showdown between somebody called Yehuda and somebody called Yosef. Yehuda says the words, Vayigash Elav Yehuda, Yehuda approached him, Vayoman, he said to Yosef, Be Adoni. Please, my master. He says the words, Be Adoni. Please, my master. The Arizal, the holy Arizal, the great Kabbalist, lived in the 15th century in the holy city of Tzfat. He said cryptic words like he always does. And he says that when Yehuda says the words, Be Adoni. Please, my master. It could also be interpreted that in me is my master's name. Which means, says the Arizal, that in the name Yehuda, you have all four letters of Hashem's name. You have a Yud, and then there's a He, and then there's a Vav, and then if you skip the Dalet, there's a He. So Yud Ke Vav Ke is in his own name, Yehuda, plus there's an extra letter Dalet in there. So Yehuda was saying to Yosef, the secret, and he was telling him, Be Adoni. You have to know who I am. I have in my name the name of Akadosh Baruch. Hashem's name, Yud Ke Vav Ke, is in my name. What on earth does this mean? What is the significance of Yehuda having all four letters of the divine name in his name? And if this is all true, why does he have an extra letter of Dawid? He's not Yudke Vavke, he's Yehuda. So he has Yud, Hey, and then a Vav, and then there's an extra Dawid in there. What does that signify? And then comes the final name. So who is Yehuda? What does he stand for? Why does he have the name Yudke Vavke in his name? And what does this all have to do with Yosef? How do these two people come together and what are they trying to teach us? So if you look at the Shvasamas in many places, he talks about all different ideas about Yehuda and Yosef, many words. I'll mention a few of them. Hanukkah will tell you, for example, that Yehuda comes from Hoda'ah, thanking, admission. Yosef has to do with hollow praise. That's what he talks about in Hanukkah. If you look at him other places, in Parshish Vayigash, he says many places. That Yosef has to do with Shabbos. 
and Yehuda has to do with the days of the week. So that's another way of splitting them up. Talks about how Yosef is the higher one than the two. Yehuda is lower. So we have Shabbos, days of the week, top to bottom, Halal and Hodah, praise and thanksgiving. We have ultimately out of these two people are going to come the two Mashiachs that we spoke about because David is a descendant of Yehuda and that will be Mashiach ben David ben Yehuda. And then we'll come, well before that, we'll be out of Yosef, Mashiach ben Yosef. What do these people signify? Let's try and understand what's going on over here. So, there's a Pasuk, where the Pasuk says, where Shlomo Malach writes, Ein kol chadash tachas hashamash. There is nothing new under the sun. The saying that people say today comes from a verse that Shlomo Malach wrote, Ein kol chadash tachas hashamash. There's nothing new underneath the sun. Now, our sages write that this seems to imply that yes, there is nothing new underneath the sun, but if one would get above, beyond the sun, one would find news. So the sun is called Chadash, the sun is called news. We can't find that. We will not access news under the sun. But if we go beyond, if we go higher than the sun, one will find news. How do we define this? What is news? And what is the difference on top of the sun or underneath the sun? So the Svasamas and many others explain like this. Whatever is down here is not new. Shem created it, the beginning of the world. Everything that we're going to access down here in this world always was. And it's just a matter of us finding it. It's a matter of us giving it a form. Question of it going in a sequence. If we put this with that and we put X with Z and we put A with B, hey, we'll make a new thing. But it's not really a new thing. Really, it's just something that always was. And we just put different pieces of things that always was together. But we're not going to call that news. And that's why it's going to be in kal chadash tachas So long as we are working with things which are in this realm down here, we're never going to get news. It's just going to be a question of old things coming together in different ways, in different formations, in different sequences. And that's what we're going to encounter underneath the sun. But there is a different realm. And if we could access our source, where we come from, above the sun, if we can go deep, if we can get really high, if we could connect to the source of our neshama, which comes from underneath the kisei covered, underneath the heavenly throne, then we could draw down from their news. We could draw down from them new levels of understanding, new revelations, new ideas in Torah that we had never access to before. But we can only do that if we go back up to the source. We have to go back up to the point where things are created from, and we could draw down new things into creation from there. But so long as we're just working with elements and materials that are underneath the sun, we're never going to find anything new. If we go deep, if we go high, if we go to our source, where creation comes from, then we can access news. That's why we would say that there's Chadash above the Shemesh, but there's no Chadash underneath the Shemesh. Yosef, the translation of the word Yosef is addition. Yosef means to add. The only way to add, which we would call news, Chadash, the only place to get Yosef is by going to the source, by going deep, by going high. When we go there, we could bring down something new. We could add, we could bring an addition to the world. We can come down with a Yosef with something new. So Yosef signifies the concept of us connecting deep, deep, deep to our source of where we come from. The point where creation comes from. What you would almost call the Yesh Me'ayin, the something from nothing. The very high place, and that's what Yosef is. Yehuda is all about admission. Yehuda means to say thanks, to admit. Yehuda doesn't go deep up. Yehuda is at the very bottom. 
But Yehuda stands for something very special. That he's willing to receive everything that Yosef will send down. And he's willing to be a conduit to reflect that into the world. So Yehuda will say admission. He'll be that it's not about me. He says, I'm down here and I'll admit that everything I have is coming from above through me. Yosef is the addition. Yehuda is the one receiving the admission and receiving the addition and admitting that it didn't come from him. It came from above. This last time it's right something amazing. That Yehuda's descendant, David, the name David is Dalad Vav Dalad. The name David starts with a Dalad, then it has a Vav, and then it ends with a Dalad. So he writes, the Gemara, our sages teach us in the Talmud, that the letter Dalad comes from the word Dalus, which means poverty. So David starts with the letter Dalad, because he's poor. He doesn't have anything of his own. Not about him. It's just whatever we give him. Whatever he receives from above, that's what he has. And that's how he starts off. And then he has a Vav. Vav is always about drawing down. The letter Vav in the Torah, and definitely in the Kabbalah, more esoteric sources, Vav is always about drawing down. And even the shape of the letter is the shape of a line which would connect two worlds. So Vav is about David receiving his addition from above. But then his name finishes with a Dalit again. Because after he receives his outpouring of understanding, of his revelations, that great height that King David reached, he was the author of the Helen, all the things he married her to do, he comes back full circle and he's Dallas again, he's poor again, because he doesn't let that get to his head. He realizes, he admits, thanks, an admission that all the things that he received all came through him. But it's not him. So Yosef is when we go to the source. David is the one who receives the thing from the source but doesn't ruin it. But realizes that all he is is a conduit to flow and reflect that into the world. Spread the light that he received from the source and spread that into the world. When Yehuda, who is David's great-great-grandfather, that Arizal tells us has the name of Hashem in him, it's because Yehuda is Yud Kevavke. He reflects Yud Kevavke, Hashem's divine name into the world. And he has the letter Dalit added into his name, just like David. Because Yehuda and David is all about the letter Dalit. It's all about being poor. Not really poor. We're the richest people out there. But we're poor on our own. Everything is what we receive from above. But where do we get it from above? That's where Yosef comes. He's the addition. He is the Chadash, which is the Malam and Hashemish. He's the news which is on top of the Zen. He go to the source. Sends down the addition, Yehuda and David are the one that will reflect it. Stay poor even after the reflection, because all we are is a conduit to reflect Hashem's glory into the world. If we would have to describe two places in time where we see these two concepts, it's going to be Shabbos and the days of the week. Why does Shabbos have to do with the source, and what do the days of the week have to do with things flowing down? So there's a famous question that's quoted in the Zohar, the Holy Zohar asks the question, and we know that Shabbos is a day of blessing. Hashem blessed the seventh day. However, if we would look at the month, when the month fell down every single day of the week, the only day of the week that the month did not fall down was on the day of Shabbos. And we would think that if Shabbos is a day of blessing, Shabbos is bracha, then why is it that no month fell down on Shabbos? If anything, there should have been an outpouring of month to the Jews, to the Yidin and the Midbar, on Shabbos, why did no month fall down? 
So the Zohar writes very cryptic words, like always, and the Zohar writes, the reason why Shabbos, no man fell then, is because Shabbos is where all blessing is dependent upon. So the Rishonim, the Ramban, and Rabbeinu B'chaim, Harshish Barashish, they expand on this concept, and the Sfasemeth talks about this a lot, in many, many places, that Shabbos is not blessing. Shabbos is the root of blessing. It's the source of where blessing comes from. Blessing comes from above. Blessing comes from beyond the sun. It goes from the root. It goes from as deep of a possible place as we can get to. And on Shabbos, we don't stay down here and receive blessing. No man is going to fall into the world on Shabbos. But on Shabbos, we go up to the source of where the blessing comes from. We go to the storehouse where all blessing is created. And then we bring it down with us into the six days of the week. That's what we say in the L'chadodi prayer. We say, Likra Shabbos, L'chu V'nelcha. Let us go toward Shabbos. Why are we going toward Shabbos? Kihi Mekor HaBracha. Because Shabbos is the source of all blessings. Shabbos is a day that we go to it. We get lifted up like we've spoken about. The Neshami Yisera, the extra soul that we feel. Because we've been lifted up. We're going to the source of blessing. We're going to where our blessing comes from. We're going to Yosef. And that's why this Fasemus writes that Yosef is Shabbos. Because all additions, all blessings, all come from Shabbos. Because we go up. We go up to our source. And that's the one day of the week where we merit to rise, to ascend, to transcend this world. And go to the source of where all blessing comes from. And then we bring it down with us into the six days of the week. And the six days of the week is Yehuda. Where we draw down from the Shabbos into our week. All the blessing that we access from the storehouse, from the source where blessing came from on Shabbos. But the trick is to stay a Yehuda, stay a David in the week. And when we have success in the week, don't think that it was us. But remember that we started poor, we drew it down, and we're going to stay poor. Dalad, then above, and then a Dalad. Remember that all we're doing is, is going up to the source, coming down, bringing from the source and reflecting into the world. We have a point in time where we access Yosef. And then we have a point in time, which is the six days of the week where we're David. And we need to remember that it all comes from above. Nothing new comes from down here. If we don't go up on Shabbos, we're going to have nothing in the six days of the week. We need to have the Yosef. We need to have the addition. But then we need to remember in the week when we do draw it down to keep our Dalit in our name. To remember that it all came from Hashem. All blessing comes from Him. And we are here to bring His glory into the world. And that's the secret, a little bit, of the two levels and the two rollouts of Mashiach that will come at the end of times. Because it's going to happen in two steps. There's got to be first a Mashiach that will reveal at the root. Mashiach has to first come at the source before Mashiach can come down here. And the Mashiach that comes at the source is, of course, going to be a descendant of Yosef. Because Yosef is the one who is standing at the source. He's Shabbos. Mashiach has got to come first at the root. You can call it, there's got to be first a Shabbos Mashiach. And then there will come Mashiach ben David. After Mashiach has come at the source, then Mashiach will come down into this world. He'll bring his light, he'll bring the light of Hashem into this world. And that's going to be the final Mashiach who is a descendant of David. Yosef is the higher one. David is at the bottom. But David, the Mashiach, the son of David, is going to be the final one because he will draw the light of the Mashiach when Yosef who's drawing it from Hashem into this world, and David is going to tell us that it's not about me. I started poor, I drew something down from above, and I'm going to stay 
and remember that it all came from Hashem and all I am is a conduit. These are, this is the secret of the two Mashiach. This is the balance and the contrast between Yosef and Yehuda. This is Shabbos and six days of the week. This is the difference of what's going on under the sun and what's going on on top of the sun. And this is our job in this world. We have to do both. We have to be a Yosef and we've got to be a Yehuda. We've got to be a David. We need to go up and then we need to come down. But when we come down, we need to remember that it wasn't us. It's just all reflecting Hashem's light as much as we can into the world. When we do this, we'll merit that both Mashiachs will come, Mashiach and Yosef, and finally the ultimate revelation of Mashiach and David.